It's football time, and we scored a dime. Football's on, so let's smoke a bomb, TGIF. On the last episode of Thank God It's Fantasy, featuring special guest Yeti Blanc. You have to pick one that you definitely think you should have been drafted before that you weren't. And now, the exciting conclusion, brought to you by... YetiBlanc.com, that's YetiBlanc.com. Did I mention it was YetiBlanc.com? That dot com? It's a dot com. Okay, let me ask you then. Okay. Three questions for you that you can think about. One, what's the most egregious pick or what's the most egregious non-pick or fall, whatever? Two, you have to pick one that you definitely think you should have been drafted before that you weren't. And uh, who is your dead last pick? Most egregious drop to me was Renee going so late. I love her now someone said that they had a hard time with her being you know when she gets up to 11 or she's on 11 a lot and that can get like i i live for that like we both live i mean i I don't live too far from her i really want like to have them over for dinner like you know i want to have her i want i I want to become friends like i absolutely love renee you went second to last yeah so that 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 would be one of the more egregious drops of her going so late Hey, you got the big There board. we go. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Sweet. Um, all right. So that was most egregious drop. Joe, who was, what was your next question? Who would you say that you should have gone before ah, that, gotcha. that list? We do not have up. All right. Okay, I will read uh, you that list right man, now. I will sweeter. start at the second. So we had Greg, Amin, Witty, Roy, Ron McGill, Poppy, Lewis, Meech. Was that Kirkchen? And then Yeti. While I will not say I'm better than Poppy, if you're building a, a a show that's going to go on for an entire week, he's only going to show up for a little bit, you know, here lately because he's pretty much retired. You know, he, it's Thanks. going to knock it out of the park when he's there because Poppy is always funny, um, and 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 he has like the crowd appeal. People will flock to come and hear Poppy, even if it is for the only five minutes. But if you're trying to put together an entire week's worth of shows, the rest of the the, the crew is going to be carrying most of the rest of that week um so Fair. so but that that's the only reason like like that that's not me saying i i'm a, i should have more stature than poppy but um if Anti- you're trying to poppy. build a winning week all together where everybody pulls you know kind of equal amount or something like that they're, they're, that's going to be he's going to forget to play defense you know for, for most of the week <laughs> it's going to be james harden on defense for most of the week. i think that's not anti-poppy <laughs> please juju don't put Anti-poppy. juju don't tweet that out <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Juju, <laughs> put that on there. <laughs> Yeti, hates Yeti, I'm better than Pop. Pop comments <laughs> <laughs> should have gone before him. I like, like, I could say Meech just because he's so infrequently on the show, but every time he's on, it is he's just so passionate, and uh, and he's just oh, he's good at reminding me to always look out for somebody else. And so I'll take that, no problem. It's just the, the gravitas. That's well, that's the, the word I keep associating with him. I definitely think the list is a good one for super fans. Like, yeah, you know, and then now you have to give us your absolute dead last pick. Oh, Billy Corbin, because <laughs> he insults my boss. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's some good loyalty there. And I actually and I actually um, I actually enjoy listening to a lot of his stuff on Dan. It's it's gotten a little old the last couple of weeks, um, but I've liked him for a long time. But I do not. And I like his willingness to raise a voice, but he insults my boss. And so, uh, you know, I'm great. I, I, I ride or die with Greg Cody. Sorry, Billy Corbin. Crypto bros. Crows. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well, let's Thank not you. forget if we had Carl Douglas weekly, 
we'd really have something there talking about real problems in the world and not just Miami problems. Am I yeah. right? Yeah. Gold medalist. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So let, let, yeah, let, let me tell you about, <laughs> about my, my thoughts on my team. So um, I absolutely love being paired with Smetty because she is just an incredible addition to the show to me. I'm a, like, I agreed. Agreed. I have a brother that is the same age as her. My youngest brother is the same age. And I would love to trade him in for her to be my youngest sibling. <laughs> like I really would. Like, like if she could be my youngest sibling, I, my two sisters are already incredible. I love my sisters. I would easily give up one of my brothers for her to be one of my siblings, especially the one that's the same age. He's an oaf. Um, and uh, and so yeah, like like yeah, yeah. Smetty, you can be my sister anytime. Like you know, I, I'll, I'll trade you in for for my youngest brother. Um, but like she is so good at conversation she's just easy to talk to um and so like there's always going to be something and she's 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 funny and she's witty and which brings me to witty which who is oh you talk about like someone what a pro what a segue professional like his calls on the big game on on the 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 final song the um the uh freeze so good how they had him reenact calls from the super bowl like i was just like i was like right they're way too lucky way too lucky to have him on this this boat you know entertaining us every day that man um, is a treasure penis penis <laughs> hit him right in the penis he is a treasure do not seek the treasure um <laughs> but uh but no like and so but like like he can be really funny and he's easy to joke on and he's a good sport about it um but then like yeah. if you want like really good like well-spoken analysis you need a good ad read you've got witty to carry the, to carry that throughout the show yeah. um i love when they drop shit on him on the spot because you know it doesn't matter just give him some random wikipedia thing or urban dictionary he's gonna nail the read and it's gonna be money what's funny is when i first started hearing about chris whittingham um i thought he was like the super like like cool guy like he, he gave off this confidence before we heard enough from him that he was just like really into it. Like just, he has all his stuff together, super confident, just like really just like just cool guy. And then as he, they start metal arc and he joins there like, Oh, this guy is like a super nerd, you know, he's a total fancy lad. And that like that, that was funny. But then like, he's not a stiff about it. And like, like he is so good at rolling with the punches going from the dynamic (laughs) from, completely polished to reveling in all the the chicanery that that they that they bring into the show so they literally accuse him of being a serial killer right right (laughs) it's as far to the other end of the spectrum as you can go like yeah the rare serial killer who is also a narc yeah yeah (laughs) go up um yeah he that's why that thing doesn't fly because he'd tell on him excuse me officer here's the weapon this is the right. one I used, <laughs> but that's how he gets away with it. He just makes it obvious, and they're like, "Oh, no way!" They'd never believe him. So he just he gets to <laughs> you. To, you know, he gets you're to killing people. Get out people. of here, kid. Yeah, and I set my cousin's hair on fire in my freshman year of high school, and well um, and we were in the auditorium, and someone had their Dale Earnhardt lighter, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and, so yeah. I was just, and I was like, "Let me see that," and, and so I was just trying to play. You know, you can like flick it and it just sparks as long as you don't hold down the gas the flame isn't going to show up i was trying to do that to my cousin's neck just to scare him because we we weren't in the play they were building the set for the play and uh there's this guy uh, michael weiss michael weiss was always smoking like he reeked of cigarette smoke all the time 
and he saved me. Um, so he's up on the stage <laughs> building the set. Um, and intimidator. Uh, and and yeah, so here I'm with the intimidator's lighter, and I'm flicking the the the, the sparks, and and uh, we're just out in the auditorium, supposed to be studying or something, since we were involved in the play, and because um, it was our chorus class, that's what it was. It was our chorus class, and um, so uh, somebody said something like, "Hey, Adam," that was my cousin's name. I held down on the gas by accident and his hair went up like like quick this big spot was gone and he was like what was that and like it smelled so bad and our teacher comes out she's like who lit a match who lit a match and someone said nobody lit a match but yeti over here let adam ray's hair on fire and she was like it must be michael's cigarette smell we're good and she walked away did not believe us. We held on to that until our senior <laughs> year. We finally told her, and she still really didn't believe us. But yeah, like, but no, right. no. so anyway, back to um, uh, Jamel on the team. I've been a fan of hers since I think since like 2014. I started listening to his and hers. Um, I remember I remember working out, uh, working on my car, uh, trying to trying to do some repairs, and because uh, I try to keep my car out of the shop, I do almost all the repairs myself if I can. Elect- electrical stuff, I usually put it into the shop. But everything else, I, 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 for since about 2005, I've done almost everything else on our vehicles. Damn, you um, got a lift or what? Uh, no, just just you know jack stands. Damn, and a floor jack, and just crawl. And yeah, it's uh, it's not. The oh, I gave way. up on that shit. We, we've moved too much to have a lift. We we've moved a lot in that. Like time. here, but take anyway. my money. I ain't dicking yeah. with any exhaust anymore ever again. But this is before I was even into Levitard. I was big time SVP and Rosillo fan. So I'd, I'd listen on the ESPN app. I found how to get into their podcast there. And then I heard, heard ads for his and hers. And so I started checking that out and it was a fun listen. So I've been a fan of Jamel's ever since. Um, and uh, Scott and Ryan taught really highly of her. So I started getting to know her a little bit more through that. And um, have you seen so- Jamel Hill on, on, uh, below decks mediterranean because that jamel is the one i wanted the show not not at the athletic jamel or the atlantic <laughs> no no i do not watch any reality tv or any anything whoa, of whoa. That ilk. wait 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 jamel is on a reality show is Are that what actually I watch I that i did not know that guilty pleasure gentlemen she is great below as david Dempston was on survivor <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, and then, then Carl Douglas, I mean, you talk about just a rich history of knowledge and the, you know, his ability to use the English, English language, he's always going to make it entertaining, but I mean, cause he can, and he can weave from serious social issues to just, you know, goofball antics pretty good to just like, Hey, I just, I, I, let me talk about smoking weed all the time, you know? And, <laughs> and uh, plus the total oddball of me being like the straight edge kid amongst that group of people too. That, that, that'd be a funny dynamic as well. You know, what would be awesome is if you could get Carl there for a week. Cause remember when he was in Miami, he was like partying oh. and getting up late every day. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was like, that was like party bone in my body, Carl Douglas. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. So yeah, I absolutely would love to do a week of shows with, with the team that I've got very, very happy with that choice. You should tell Greg that, and maybe Greg can convince Dan. <laughs> you so, never know. So does that mean that Greg's your number one pick if you were doing the draft? Well, I, I, I we so got a top doing, five. I never actually built a top five, but it, let's just say that it's um, uh, if it's um, 
not a draft and I just build a list. Yeah. Greg's on there. Chris is on or Chris is on there just because we've already got the chemistry. Um, we've already got the know-how. So then it's just a matter of the other two. I'd love to bring Smeddy in, but like bringing Mike Ryan in because that dude, like I am forever in awe. I am forever in awe at his ability to Thank you. do so 15 different things at the same time. He must be incredible in the bedroom. Just spinning <laughs> plates. Just cut that. That cut that. No, but yeah, no, he, that's going like, to be the like imaging that will right, live. Let, let, let's take it back to the corporate Michael. Um, like that. What is I, what I've never heard Just anyone Michael. else bring up. Just what I've Michael. never heard anyone anyone else bring up about the corporate Michael bit. Um, is that like? I don't think there's a single time he's there producing the show. He's feeding Stugat's lines. He's queuing up music, getting it ready to go. He's built. That's back when he still built a playlist on, on his Twitter feed every day, like the show playlist. He's getting that ready. And all the while he's playing this character, he's getting yelled at for playing this character. And somehow he did not miss. If I remember correctly, he did not miss a single time where someone called him Mike. He did not miss a single chance to correct them and say, Michael, Every single time. I don't, I think he was, I think he batted a thousand on those opportunities. Anytime someone said, Mike, he said, Michael, every time. And like that alone, I was like, this guy is just next world galaxy brain stuff when it comes to producing stuff. And then he can manipulate the audience too. He is so good at doing that. You never know what's real. He's, he's, he's a good wrestling character in in that regard. Um, He's got a lot of bits going right now though. So (laughs) many, so many. And, uh, and I, you know what? And, And, I, I, uh, because I like to keep my fandom of the show, like I like to keep, I still like to have some sort of line of delineation. So I don't want to know too much. So I don't really ask Chris too much, like on what is real, what's Memorex. Um, and, uh, nice. Memorex, and, um, kids, Google yeah, it. Yeah, man. <laughs> analog tape. This episode brought to you by Analog Tape. Put the, put the pieces of tape over the edges and, and record whatever you want to off the radio, man. <laughs> Yes, yes. Make waiting, sure you waiting, anxiety. so much anxiety waiting at my stereo to oh, press record man. for my for my favorite song to come on the radio and like to try to catch it to keep from the two seconds of of, of me being behind on things of being missed and um, getting all mad at the jackass DJ who's ramping up the thing. No, don't need talk for an extra five seconds. Right, 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 like, right. <laughs> no, I called you six times so you would play it and shut the <laughs> hell up so I could put it on my TDK. And... Oh, the, the day a 13-year-old Yeti realized that he could call in re- and request songs, I must have yeah. want, made some DJs want to quit because it was, <laughs> you play Undone the Sweater song? Can you play Undone the Sweater song? Can you play yeah. Undone the Sweater song? And I did we're like kids, Sally. I just kid. called and did this voice. It wasn't obnoxious at all. Yeah. Oh my god. And you know the guy's just going, yeah, yeah, okay, six call, kid. I get it. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, I was on the other end of those calls. So I bet, I, yeah, that's right. You have a history in radio. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, it was nothing worse yeah. than than when snow was coming. Because man, are we got school tomorrow? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't <laughs> say it on the air. I just what, keep that shit to myself. What format was the station? It was uh top 20. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. What, yeah. what era? I, I started with skater boy. Oh and I, gosh. And I ended at about uh hollerback girl. Oh my gosh. So you had all the good Charlotte years and Oh, oh Ron, I feel so bad for you. Oh, I know. Yeah. And, and, and I couldn't really like hide the disdain. So it Oof. would be, 
Hey, here, here, here's a song. You love them. <laughs> I love them. Everybody just, loves them. It's the Backstreet sampling, Boys. Trampling good Charlotte for no reason. I'm 47 and I like 16 year old Avril Lavigne. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that ain't weird. Don't say it's weird. <laughs> oh man, have any of y'all ever won anything off of a, off of a radio giveaway? Oh hell yeah! All right, Ron, go. Oh, I won pizza. Won some pizzas from a place in Madison. I won movie tickets. I uh, won some Budweiser shirts. That was pretty badass. Did you rig these contests? <laughs> like, are these Ron are the ones like you. <laughs> no, no. His, no. Ron's version of winning a radio giveaway is I see and I take. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did. Like, I had people would call in and like, hey, you're the ninth caller. And then, you know, you go through the whole spiel and you end with, and who made you a winner today? And the friggin' guy would be like, yep. I'm like, no, dude, you got to say the name. You're like, who made you a winner? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, all right, click, hang up, next call. WFRG, like, ribbit, ribbit, the frog. Right. Like, come on, man. Like, literally, I'm giving you some crap. Like, give me four seconds of fake enthusiasm. That's right, all right, I right. ask. Like, I'm giving um, it to the next girl because she's going to go, wow. <laughs> I won what? a koozie. This is great. <laughs> Now I have to drive 45 minutes to go through traffic to go to the radio station to get a koozie. Bob Two koozie. counties over. Like, I'm going to tell all my relatives on social media. Look at this. this is- <laughs> Bob Koozie, boozy. Uh, anyone else um, Anyone else win anything off of the radio? Not for Troy. Nobody. I'm the only one that called in the radio station. Please. Joe, you said you never called in? I don't think I did. I don't. Maybe just to be a. Not very nice, you know, say something that <laughs> that was somehow funny when I was younger, you know, like to that was before the internet, you know, but cap to stay in character, wait until we're about to end of the show and then ask us if anyone has won anything off of radio. <laughs> 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 hey, cap, have you called into the show to Levitar show? Have any of you guys? That's no. funny. I, I did before. Um, and this is going to be very funny. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what the question was. It was for Ron, and it uh, Chris answered Cody, and he says, "Okay, well, be concise." Oh, oh, no. that's right, in your fucking wheelhouse. I hung up. <laughs> Wes, what about you? I think Steaksaw said recently the phone number is not working anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, did he dial a one? Are you supposed to dial a one at the beginning now, or no? Or is, I don't know. He didn't answer to. that. <laughs> you don't have to. Wes, you don't have anything off of the radio? I have no. I, I've I've won like stuff at school, but no, I wasn't like radio at school. You like, sold you major. sold five thousand dollars worth of magazines and got a, a an OD pencil topper. <laughs> and I, had my parent, I had my parents smelled like sell. strawberry damn it <laughs> <laughs> I had my parents sell a bunch of candy so I could ride in a limousine to McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> Bo has been oddly silent this entire time I no that's on brand amazing you called in yeah, you did call into the Greg <laughs> Cody show yeah. Wait, which episode was that it was, was that I the first remember, AMA but I asked I think so and I asked him 
what is the worst quality about his son and who would he choose to replace his son? Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I actually got, I actually got to talk to Chris about it at Moss. So that was kind of fun. So that's right. That's right. Excellent. Well, Bo isn't answering, but AD, I defend your Renee pick. Now go. <laughs> Feeling really attacked by both Pam now and Yeti over my <laughs> I mean, I have beef with Pam now, so I guess that means we have beef too, yeah, I think so. Beef with Pam. Look, look, look Pam's for dinner, man. Man. I feel bad, Bo. You, Bo, you had to so great until I talked her out of it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you, you made her realize she was actually talking to you. Yeah, Lower after hours with the teacher. Yeah, that got you that, that bonus point. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I want, uh, Bo, have you ever won anything off a radio station? have not but i do uh, everything you've guys said yes that is all oh, it's near and dear to my heart listening on the radio <laughs> yelling at the 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 dj come on guy quiet oh i was the mixtape master okay uh, so radio guys do you really have to turn your volume down when you get on the air well oh yeah yeah, yeah you're gonna feed back through yeah, that an echo yeah yeah, and it's going to be all if that was a real thing. Like, I never actually, you know. Yeah, because you, you, have, you have your landline that you've pulled in from three rooms over on the extra long yeah. cord. And if you're right by your stereo, because, you know, we get a, we're, we're self obsessed and we want to hear ourselves on the radio. <laughs> Mom yeah. and Diddy, I'm on the radio. That's why you call in, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Cause, but we, we don't put two and two together because, you know, we're not the smartest lot because we're just calling in from, from Mayberry. And, uh, yeah. And you know, Diddy, I won't call in WWPAQ. No, it was WKRP, I think. Um, Nims is asking, Nims is asking what the first is trivia. Nims is asking what the first uh, first cheese brought over to America was. And I called and I said, American cheese. Nope, sorry, sir, that was wrong. So I called back and I just guessed cottage cheese. And apparently that was right. And we know what I won. I got a shirt that said, get moving with milk. I had a, had a, had a, had a, <laughs> Had a heifer cow, some, had a heifer cow with some cool sunglasses, skateboarding, oh, yeah. drinking its own milk. That was a little weird. Well, no, obviously that's what the hip cows did in the nineties. Like, oh yeah, you drink cows were wearing sunglasses all the time back then. <laughs> it was, well, yeah, it was we, stupid. We and used then, to prank call people like, uh, "Hey, uh, your your cows out." Like your, 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 your cows out? Is your refrigerator well, running? Stuff like yeah, like well, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, totally just derailed that. I'm going to the ocean. <laughs> I did. I won. I won tickets to, to a NASCAR race one time. It was a Bush series. It was a Bush series race. It was at Rockingham. But see, I don't follow racing, and this is where Allie will like hang her head in shame. I mean, Allie Dawson. Um, we got, we grew up not far from each other, um, and, and we didn't know each other or anything. But we we put two together like within an hour and a half. And when I was in a band, it was like in the next town over from where she was at. Um, but you know she's a big time racing fan and so i called into rock 92 greensboro north carolina and uh and i, I pl- they played this game called what's the connection and you had to they they play three songs and then you had to call in the first caller to tell you what the the commonality or the common denominator with the three songs is wins and so mine was just like it was cards it was a uh, uh, kenny wayne shepherd's blue on black it was oh. um the Eagles, Desperado, and then uh, Steve Miller bands the Joker. So it's like, oh, it's all re- revolves around playing cards. Um, oh, and shit. Uh, mm. and so they're like, yeah, you win tickets to go to Rockingham, a race at Rockingham. I'm like, all right, dumbass me, 
didn't know of Rockingham, the racetrack, which is down near South Carolina. Like it's close to North Carolina, South Carolina border. I only knew Rockingham County, which is like <laughs> right across from the right in front of the Virginia border, directly north of Greensboro. Made sense. This is where the radio station is. Rockingham, they must have a racetrack there. I didn't right. know where the racetrack was, so I never went to the race. I never even gave the tickets away. They just went to waste. I went and picked them up, but yeah, it was bad. So, um, but those are the only two things I've won on the radio. And we used to have a, we used to have this lady. She was amazing. I I literally worked every shift in that place. I would do an AM morning thing. I'd do an afternoon. I'd come back and do midday drive. I did overnights. This lady won stuff on literally every shift I worked. She was amazing. Like when they say, hey, you can't win a prize within 30 days. We had to actually count for her. She would win so many damn things that she'd win again <laughs> in the 30 days. And you'd have to be like, no, no, Paulina, you can't have another fucking koozie. It's, you're, you're over your limit. What is she doing? <laughs> hacking into the phone lines or what? I, I don't know. It was amazing. Literally 4.30 a.m. Run a contest. Boom. Paulina Teeter calls in and fucking wins. Like, really? Because you just won yesterday at 2.30 in the afternoon. Like, is this what you do? The name Teeter, it'll never not be funny. Besides <laughs> concert tickets, is there anything even good to win on the radio? T-shirts, man. Yeah, oh, we didn't give on. away much. Yeah. No, like a six pack of uh, Pepsi vanilla or something. It's yeah, it's whatever, the taste everybody gave a shit about for promo a item is. Yeah. 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 Whatever the distributors leave in. Crystal in Pepsi. That, remember the oh. Crystal Pepsi like oh. three weeks? I Big mean, this fan. won't surprise nobody. We had cousins that were truckers and, uh, and they, they they brought us Crystal Pepsi before it ever hit the market, man. I mean, we, was, we, we felt like high, we, we just felt like the stuff, man. A couple of years ago, they brought it back. Yeah, they did. And they I did. had to, I got in my car and I went and found that shit because I love I'll tell how you, animated what. Ron is with his hands while he's talking, like like that he <laughs> like he has an audience of fifteen people in it, like like he's no, like he's like just this cat. It, Wayne's World, like the live studio audience that they're in their basement. Like, it's, like, yeah, like, like, it's fun. It, you're working the crowd. It's great. Yeah. What was I going to say? Mm-hmm. Second, about, about radio and calling in, and then Joe asked about the crappy gifts that they give. Um, and okay, totally not related. I mean, because was, NASCAR, NASCAR sounds terrible. I would give those tickets away for sure. Or, <laughs> we give away wrestling tickets a couple times. That it's a great time, but I, I don't know. Yeah, most I, I don't drink, so I don't know how much fun I'd actually have. You know, like, <laughs> oh man, you have to drink. Watching things go around in circles oh, to, Yeah, louder than hell. Like this doesn't sound like a good time. <laughs> well, I also don't understand the rules, which sounds weird because you know because <laughs> it's just going in a circle. But somehow I'm still confused. It's more complicated than that, though, because it I, is. I went to one race where Dale Jr. was like. 50 car lengths ahead of everyone for more than half the race. And he ended up like 23rd. I don't know what happened. to his <laughs> And when I tried to watch it, like stages, what, what, what are these stages? Yeah. I don't speak understand of? that either. Yeah. Like, uh, I got, we sound so horrible. If there's any NASCAR <laughs> fans listening, they're like blasphemy. Yeah, huh. Fair. Oh, let me, let me tell you real quick, complete change of subject. I'm going to share a story. How I was very proud of my son this last week. He's eight. And um, just randomly, he says, dad, he doesn't listen to the show with me. Just, and I wasn't talking about it with him just randomly. Hey, dad, I wish they made a hot dog gun. 
or a gun that shoots hot dogs. And I was like, <laughs> boy, I tell you what. Uh, <laughs> well, let me tell you, son. Have a sit down. Um, good thing you mentioned. And, and I was like, let me show you a video. And I showed him <laughs> videos of the Phillies hot dog gun. It was just, it was just this perfect <laughs> synchronicity. Gather around, then, boy. And then there was another time last week where, what was the word he used? I'll have to make something up because I don't remember exactly what it was. But like it was a, um, um, a, I'll just say tall robot. And he goes, a Tobot. And I was like, <laughs> I said, Wilco, I am so proud of you right now. And I didn't know. And I was like, you know, that's Chris Cody's thing. He's like, yeah. Like, so he did it. Not only did he do it, like, I just thought he just kind of haphazardly thought it'd be funny to put the words together, but he did it deliberately, deliberately in homage of Chris Cody. And I was like, I'm going to go buy you whatever toy you want at the store. You want, you want a real life Lamborghini? I'll buy you one right now. Not really, but still. I'll buy you a team. Get in the car. We're getting ponies. Let me buy you a highlight team. That's right. so yeah go that codes. was pretty cool that that's it's pretty cool okay i have one statement and one question about music okay statement right. i for i actually believe that mike ryan put together the musical just so you and streeter could not win this year because i honestly <laughs> i think they were so mad about losing the long stat of the day that they're like nope we're we're coming back strong that, yeah, that, that's the take my, that's the take andrew's had and then like, my question is, what what do you got for us? You guys got something big planned? Um, I am working nice? on a new original. It's, it'll be my second single. So last year uh, in April, I released Pirate Radio Anthem. I have my um, my second single that I'm I've got like four more five more lines to write. I gotta figure out a couple rhyme schemes on it because I'm not sure how I want to put it. Um, it will be kind of like Pirate Radio Anthem was was less like about the show like like a uh, will uh, uh christy yamaguchi main his pirate radio song that they used for the local hours that was loaded with show jokes like direct right. references to the show pirate radio anthem wasn't outside of a line for like marching band and coke everything else was just about the spirit and the emotion that went with them breaking free Um, and so this will be similar in that regard. It's a, uh, it's it, it, it's it's a, uh, it's not fully about the show, but it would it would it, it's relevant enough. And so I'm hoping to have that one finished in less than a month from now. Um, I uh, it, I mean, it, I, in theory, I could have it finished this weekend, but I don't know that I will. Um, just, <laughs> mixing takes me forever because I'm just learning how to produce uh, over the last two years. Um, I never really produced much. I mean, I did some stuff like with my old band I, I, and I, I got on like um, some old multi-track programs on my computer a long time nice. ago. And, but I never really put out anything that wasn't just you know, really crappy sounding. <laughs> hey, there's Troy right there showing off his pirate nice. radio anthem sweatshirt. Excellent choice, my friend. Can you um, convince, can you convince D bro to come out of retirement? Cause didn't you did a song for her show. I did her. I did her theme song. That was really cool. That that she let me do that because I just asked her. I was like, yeah, "Can I give it a shot and just try?" Because that was just like, "Let me just see what I can do." And that's been one of my favorite parts about the Greg Cody show too. Is Greg will say, "Hey, I'd like to have some music to go with the X mm-hmm. idea." Right. And it challenges and just, me to actually not just do something that I would normally write, but to do right, something. But that they would set fit the parameters of something you wouldn't normally do, and now you get to go execute it. Right. Like the hard knocks theme. Um, it's fun. 
I'm going to release that one day once I've finished the full thing. I mean, it's, it's over six, it's like six and a half minutes long, that instrumental that I call Lone Wolf. Um, but it's the, it's the music that we put behind the hard knocks, uh, all of our hard knocks, like intros and outros. Um, like, yeah, he, they, they, they're like, we want something that would kind of fit the hard knocks dramatic you know, music thing. And, and there it went, it's the, my first orchestration piece that I've ever done. And I nice. love it. What's the Nelly diner guy. song that you guys have? Nelly's diner. That started back in 2007. Um, I was in a, I, I just moved to Seattle and I was in an Albertsons uh, checkout line. Shout out to Albertsons, Shalbertsons. Um, and, uh, and they had these little TVs advertising their sales or whatever. And it said, um, and someone said something about chicken cutlets. And I'd actually never heard the phrase chicken cutlets before. I knew exactly <laughs> what they were talking about as soon as I heard it, though. It, was just, it just worked. And uh, but like immediately this tune hits me and this line hits me and I don't keep it in my head. I'm there with my best friend and the cashier and I just sing. It's the it's the taste of chicken cutlets that make you feel at home. And everyone's just kind of staring at me like, what in the hell just happened? And I'm like, man, I can't tell you, but I can't tell you what just happened. That that just happened. And so that that was in my head forever. Just that little, the taste of chicken cutlets. It was just something we laughed at, me, me and my friends. And then I was going to try to get into voiceover a few years ago. And so I made a little demo um, and, uh, and, I, and I decided to write an ad for something I called Mama's Diner, like a little fake commercial. And I, I turned that into, you know, it's the sight, sight, the sound, the smell of it morning night or noon yeah so i actually had all that written already and so i just changed it when i joined the greg cody show we talked about doing fake commercials and i was like what 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 if we did nelly's diner because chris was like i want us to make some fake ads and i was like okay cool and some fads that's right and so i was like i've got this thing called mama's diner what if we change it to nelly's Back in time when you step into Nelly's Diner. It's the only place in town that tastes Wild Bill Cody's bison burger, deep fried in Nana's 100 year old bar. But try a tall stack of our award winning PFBI pancakes. Dig into the signature Hang Out Thing salad. But try an Uncle Dick foot long. Anything you want and anytime you want it, we got it. All served up with a free side of smiles. We are right where we've been for 60 years at 1440s again Street downtown. Nelly's Diner. It's the taste of home you never had because your mom sucked at cooking. It's the taste of Nelly's one of greg's back in my days was about talking about nelly's his grandma nelly's cookbook oh yeah and, nelly um, doogie nana's cookbook yeah and so um trichinosis tragic <laughs> <laughs> and, and so and so we did it and then then greg wrote the voiceover portion and he nailed it knocked it out of the park i'm so proud of that and then the brill cream that was just me straight up oh. trying to steal something from andrew because i was really jealous the brill that, cream that he got all the shine for fancy lad he got a dm from dan telling him to keep it up and dan never dm'd me and it created <laughs> it created danny issues and uh that i have i have danny issues like, why don't you pay attention to me and so like as soon as, why won't you love me this was like the tuesday after freedom or the first greg cody appearance after freedom and uh, uh, Greg er, and Dan and Greg was making the brill cream, like seeing that. And he's like, 
And he's like, Andrew Streeter, we should, we should get Andrew Streeter to come up with like a Brill Cream Jingle. And I was like, no, I am no. doing this. Son of I was bitch. on the bus on the way home from work. And I was like, this is mine. <laughs> and Greg actually texted me about 20 minutes after I heard that and had the idea. I was like, I'm start- I'd already started working on stuff. And Greg's like, Yeti, I would love for us to do a Brill Cream Jingle. Do you think you can work something up for us? I'm like, I am already working on it because I, I want this win. Dang it. hey cool cats tired of suffering from prolonged virginity want to attract the kittens like a fancy lad well a little dab will do you and two will do you double brill cream guys put your hands on your tube and squeeze brill cream dabbing it brill Andrew is my best friend, and uh, but that doesn't mean I don't get competitive, and he and he does too. And uh, and yeah, so, you're a producer now. He's got to have a little bit a uh, little bit of jealousy that you're a producer of a world famous podcast, and and you made the big board. So and I, I mean, made the big board. That's right. Right. Yeah. Well, so he, um, no, he brought, he brought up the other day. He's like he's like Greg or Chris. You know, Greg brought up. He said it was Chris. Either way, um, you know, put it well on the show that you know Andrew might have the sueys, but yet he gets paid. And so, <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right and i was trying to keep that quiet because i don't want andrew to uh um you know um, to start thinking he should get paid because oh no no i don't yeah, i don't want ahead. i don't want to drive him to work harder because he'll be you know he actually went to school for audio engineering i did not i you know I, i'm behind the eight ball on this so um don't be surprised if you hear something from him soon um and nice. then like i said and i've got an original that i'm working on uh that he's I got babies the next that month. helps you huh He's got yeah, babies. That helps you. His babies slow him down, but he also works from home full time. I do not. And so like, if he gets something on a whim, he's already in front of his studio. He works on it the same, at the same computer or at the same desk. So he can just, if he, if he has something to hit him quick and he can put things together so much faster than I can. So, um, uh, so yeah, but yeah, no, so, so he have some, he's got something cool coming out pretty soon. I think, I think it will. Um, I hope maybe in the next couple of days, even so make sure you listen to the Dan Levitar show with Stu Gatz and, uh, cause you might hear some cool stuff there. Um, but, uh, blogging yeah. it anyway, I'm going to have to run, but yeah, no, th- thanks for having me. Um, if you're listening to this, check out, yes, maybe no, we've just started putting out episodes again, not as we, not on a weekly basis yet, but it, it's happening. Andrew said he'd start. Uh, producing those and that was kind of what what it was going to take because it was just taking too much of my time with everything else so now he's got the reins on the production wheel and and um and so we'll have an episode out i think this week and i've already got a couple guests lined up for our next couple of episodes so we'll be covering those and so check that out always check out the greg cody show with greg cody um i'm even even if you don't hear my voice i'm there somewhere that's uh, Ron's got his party bone in my body shirt on featuring Greg, Greg Cody and the featuring. wooden rooster or plastic rooster. I'm not sure which <laughs> um, either way, the it's industry, like, like the why in the hell chicken is on his, why, why in the hell is he carrying a chicken? Um, <laughs> and yeah, and make sure keep listening to this guys to the, to the half-ass podcast drinks with Ron. Excellent. Thank God it's fantasy. Thank God it's fantasy. Appreciate you. So, Thanks for the time, Yeti. Thank you. Guys, it's been Yeti. fun. Indeed. Yeah, man, a lot of fun. Thank you, Yeti.
Thank you, Yeti. Thank you, Yeti. You're welcome. Can you do a song featuring Chris Cuomo saying that is not a real song? Can you work that into <laughs> see, one of your original? I give you a while. Throwing some brill cream. I'm joining here tonight on a podcast so long. Uh, it's hosted by a guy named Drinks with Ron. And they asked me to see if I'm wearing a blue thong. Chris Cuomo said that is not a song. Not a song. There you go. Woo! Very impressive. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> That's the new single. I just made it up. I mean, like, yeah, damn. 80-20 <laughs> my way. <laughs> That's the name of my G-O-B. next single. That's what she said. But. <laughs>